All right. Welcome back to Fright Central. I'm Kevin Dock. I'm back here again with Keck. How you doing, buddy? What's going on, man? Uh, not much. I had a couple news items uh, post uh, Comic-Con that I want to uh, throw in before yeah, we what's get up? started on our main movie, which is going to be uh, I West is X. So, uh, yeah, the I don't know if you remember the VHS series. I think there was three or four of them. The last one was VHS 94. The movie VHS with like yeah, it's Al like, Yankovic? No, uh, not that one. Uh, the, uh, they were like <laughs> short horror anthology uh, films. I'm not sure. Um, I, I would have to, I'd have to see. No, off the top of my head, no, I don't remember that. Okay, well, there was a couple uh, good ones in some of them. Uh, not all of them were good, but uh, I like... Did I, VHS I stand for anything, or that was just the title of the the series? It was just the title of the series, yeah. It was about, like, you know, kids, you know, breaking into, like, an uh, apartment or house or something and finding the old VHS tapes, and they would throw them in. Oh, okay. And, so then, like, and then you would watch the VHS tape that they found or whatever, and it was, like, you know, somebody's short film, and then, like, then... It would come well, at the end of that. It would come back to like you know them finding another tape or whatever you know that ongoing story. So oh okay. So, were, oh all right. Yeah. So uh, sort of like um, are you afraid of the dark? Like yeah, like yeah, or tales from the crypt, you know, something like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, the um, where uh the new one's gonna be VHS ninety nine since the last one was ninety four. Uh, that obviously the year it takes place in, and it's going to be uh, released on Shutter on uh, October twentieth. So Shutter's Shutter's been uh, doing pretty well. Uh, they've been picking up some uh, pretty good stuff on there. Yeah, I mean, I got to tell you, like the um, the Shutter app seems to work better than the Paramount Plus app, at yeah. least for me. And um, I Shutter. think it works better than the AMC Plus app half the time too. So well, I had told you that Paramount Plus app does not is not even accepted by Sony on PS5. Yet Shutter hasn't a working app on who's bigger, like you know, like CBS, like Showtime, Paramount, or Shutter. <laughs> like, yeah apparently shutter <laughs> like according to sony so you know sony's um i had asked them like why can i get not get paramount plus and they were like the app has been doing very well it hasn't supported on our platform well it does not work well for me on xbox or any of the other things my smart tv doesn't uh have the app so i don't know what the fuck is going on with that um <laughs> i like the content but yeah yeah shutter has been doing very well i agree with you um yeah. I, i'm i'm looking forward to seeing more uh on shutter download the shutter app today yeah, we're not sponsored by Shutter, but we're give us here. money, Shutter. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there's another uh, a Lovecraft uh, movie coming out. Uh, it's a um, erotic body swap horror, and it's uh, going to be directed by Joe Lynch. Uh, with I think Brian Yudza is producing, with Heather Graham and Barbara Crampton as well. Oh my goodness, yeah. my childhood. Barbara, where have you been, baby? Yeah, it's it's, it's going to be loosely based on uh, Love Lovecraft's uh, the thing on the doorstep. So we should be getting some Cthulhu myth mythos in there. 
Yeah. Well, I've been all Lovecraft recently because I'm playing from software Bloodborne and all the monsters in there are all based on like Lovecraftian creatures. And uh, several of the um, NPCs in it are actually based on like Lovecraft. And he's like saying like very like racist stuff too. Very, very well done. But uh, that's cool. And what would, and that's called, that's all in the, um, what was it called again? Uh, it didn't, doesn't have a uh, name yet. It's just, have, it's just it, an untitled. Uh, does it have a working title? Just it just says untitled Lovecraft. Un untitled Lovecraft. Okay. Yeah, well, untitled bo body swapping. Uh, horror. Oh, so it's part of the body swapping horror genre. Gotcha. Yeah, body swapping uh, <laughs> Lovecraftian horror. So yeah. <laughs> well, it sounds like it's got. Um, it sounds like it's got some uh good actors in. It. I mean, I haven't really seen much of Heather Graham recently, and Barbara or Frampton. Barbara Frampton obviously, yeah. Well, she's obviously like a throwback. You know what I mean? Like yeah. so, you know, you hear you hear about her. You know, you think of um. You know, uh, Reanimator, and you think of From Beyond, and you know stuff like that. She wasn't in Videodrome, but I mean, she very well could have been. Um, <laughs> yeah, she she's she's one of she's one of my um, favorite um, scream queens, if you will. So uh, that's awesome. I'll check that out just for Barbara. Yeah, I'll uh, keep you updated on that one. Uh, there's no release date yet or anything. That's just the what well, is the casting. So I don't know. Yeah. It, could, it could be shooting already, or, or who knows? Yeah. Sometimes they it'll be shooting and then they'll start announcing cast members. So trying to get my Lovecraft on, yeah. So yeah. definitely into it. Uh, that was all the news I had, so I'd like to get right into uh, X if we Let's can. Let's jump right into it. Um, why don't you uh, just give uh, your initial reaction? Well, how about the, should we give her uh, what it's about? I mean, it's basically like, you know, a Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you know, uh, story. If Texas Chainsaw Massacre was about porn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, but, I, yeah, it's basically. I did not. I did not think Texas Chainsaw Massacre when I was watching X. The only thing that's Texas Chainsaw Massacre-esque would be that it was filmed in texas and the time um, period is the 70s that, yeah i think so, yeah. it was 1979 was the setting of the movie and um a small film crew of uh there was a producer a director and the um main male porn star and there were two female porn actresses and then there was another female who worked as a tech uh, i believe she was a grip on set yeah she was and, doing like the sound yeah she was yeah. a grip and she did sound work and yet they basically go um to uh this this old unsuspecting couple where they ask to rent a boarding house and they plan to use the boarding house and the fact that they're on a farm and you know they have like barns and horses and hay and shit and they were going to uh basically pay for the boarding house the guy had gone there like he was going to be a single boarder but yet he brought like the porn stars and stuff with him and uh they basically want to use this guy's property which they got no permission for whatsoever and they want to shoot a porn while they were on his land under the guise of they're just like simple renters which didn't really make that much sense to me that like uh, i would just uh, i get it like it was a low budget movie that they were trying to like um 
do the best possible story for with like very beautiful women to maximize profits. It's something that like, you know, I'm sure the industry was about back then, but I would think that they could have probably in like rural Texas, they could have just like rented a cheap motel room and then just driven to certain locations and done it there but i that didn't make a whole lot of sense to me but I, i'm not gonna get over like these tiny yeah scenarios. i don't know like he i guess he just had ahead like, from he had found like the uh the a farmer that uh that needed money because you know they were getting too old to take care of it so he was like well i'll throw some extra cash to this guy ran out the place well wait was that him. part of it was that yeah. was he supposed to come in as both a border and like a field hand no I, I don't remember no that he was just a, a border but like the guy needed money that's why he was advertising the, you know they advertised like, that rent. he had a boarding house and yeah. he was like oh well since i brought extra people like i'll throw you some extra cash or whatever but yeah he thought they were just travelers yeah, he, that were just staying there for a little while then they were going to move on but well, the guy doesn't yeah. appreciate the extra cash either no. right off to the they get off to a bad start he doesn't right appreciate on. the extra people that's i think yeah. that's what it was let's but. let's dive into it because obviously um the reason that they wanted it, the guy was trying to lure him there for his wife to why don't you before we get all into that why don't you just give your initial impression how uh, did you feel about the movie just uh, i really liked it uh, i'm gonna be honest with you like i saw the trailer and i thought like it was gonna be a little more uh supernaturally with the uh yes. older woman and then it wasn't it was more of like a straight up like slasher in a in a way and yes uh, and i had i had a very similar opinion to that i thought that it was going to and when i started to watch the movie even um it had like you know it started off with like this very um yes texas chainsaw massacre-esque vibe where you have a van full of kids in rural texas and they're like yo we're trying to party like rock on you know shit like that and then you find out that two of them are aspiring adult film stars i think i think two of them uh the character that played jackson and the other character, I believe her name was Bobby Lynn, who uh, is named after a porn star played by Brittany Snow. I did not know Brittany Snow as an actress. I can't. She looked a little bit familiar, but I can't think of what I had seen her in before. I looked on her page a little bit. I couldn't think of it. But anyway, so it definitely had like a Texas Chainsaw-esque feel. Now that I think about it, I hear Yeah, they go saying. to a, a house and then they start getting They were all in it. The, yeah, they were all in the van. Yeah, it yeah. did kind of, you know what? Now that I think a little bit more <laughs> about it, I can see where you were going there. Um, but like when they get there um, and they kind of, well, first off, we should point out that um, they get there and they pretty much start shooting right away doing porn scenes. And while one of the actresses is engaged in the pornographic film, the other actress kind of wanders around the property. And that's where she first meets the wife of the old man that they rent the place from. And first off, we should get into like the makeup. 
because there was no real CGI that I remember in this film. Do you? Re I don't no. think there were any. Um, there was a scene with an alligator, but I don't think that was necessarily computer generated. Um, yeah, because you so, don't see a lot of it. You only kind yeah, of see the top so, of it, and when it like goes under, it's like, this film flat. is pretty much CGI afraid. But what it does have is very good use of makeup. And um, I, you, I thought when she met this old woman and she, the old woman kind of invites her into the house after like there's a little foreshadowing where she almost witnesses the one girl get eaten by an alligator on the pond. Yeah. We'll talk a little bit more about that later. But um, <laughs> she almost witnesses her get eaten by an alligator. And then the old woman kind of like invites her in for a glass of lemonade where they have a scene in the kitchen. It's very quiet. And there's just this kind of like eerie silence between this young, beautiful woman played by Mia Goth and this old disgusting looking woman i mean no offense to the elderly like this woman looked like skeletor like she <laughs> literally looked like she could fall apart at any second like they made her look as brutally haggard as they possibly could and at that point um when Mia Goes starts to feel uncomfortable and she gets up to leave um there's a picture on the wall and the old woman goes I used to be young once. That was taken right before the first war. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking like, all right, there's a supernatural element here, like you said, right? Yeah. There's something going on. And I was thinking like, all right, there's probably time travel involved. And I was thinking like Mia Ghost character is going to turn out to be like this old woman in the past and future. And there's going to be shit like that going on. That did not turn out to be the case. There yeah, wasn't going to be possession or witchcraft or something like that. <laughs> yeah. But no. just spoiler here. There is an interesting connection in that the old woman and Mia Goth are the same person. Yeah, I didn't know in that at all life, until the credits in real rolled. Life, that is, yeah. I didn't know until the credits because I yeah. was like, let me see who that ha who they got to play that haggardly old woman. Because I thought there was maybe a chance that could be the case. And so, although there was no supernatural element in the movie, in real life, the old woman and Mia Goth are the same person. Yeah, <laughs> so I mean, I could tell there was, was definitely makeup involved. I just the makeup just was a little bit extreme. Yeah, but, I just thought you know, they took like uh, another actor and and did the makeup too. I didn't know that like she played both roles, so I thought yeah. that was pretty good. Yeah. yeah, and that's interesting too because they obviously there were several scenes with her and the old woman. Uh, one scene where you know they're in bed together, so um, you know that had to present like some challenge. I'm not exactly sure why they decided to. I'm not sure why they made the decision to have Mia Goth and the old woman uh, be the same person, like why they didn't hire another actress to play the old woman. I think I, I think what I read was they were inspired from uh, what they did in Suspiria, the, the more recent oh. With Tilda yeah. Swinton played both roles, and she played like the old man with the heavy makeup. So I think that was the inspiration behind that. Well, that wasn't Mia Goth in it. You're talking no. about no, she was in Suspiria though. Yeah, no, Mia Goth yeah. was, but uh, 
Oh, you oh, mean Tilda. the work that they did? Um, who was that? In Tilda Swinton. Yeah, Tilda Swinton yeah. played the old. Yeah, they even made the IMDb page for yeah, him. Yeah, she like did that. like a, yeah. a whole fake. Act. Oh, so yeah. you're saying that like they were? Oh, I get it. Yeah, that very clever. Yeah, that makes sense because I noticed that like the old woman had like an absorbent amount of makeup on like you know because like yeah. i said they tried to make her look as like dude she was like all but ash and then why don't you lead us into a little bit more of the meat of the story because <laughs> <laughs> i did not see this coming yeah well the uh the husband was away during that scene and then like She's wearing just like these uh, me golf's wearing just like these coveralls and like and that's it. That's all yeah, she's that's wearing. All she's wearing. Yeah. And uh, the old lady goes in for like a little feel on like the on like her stomach or whatever. It was just real fucking weird. Yeah, like a creepy, creepy. feel, just like running yeah. her finger like very gently down there, just touching her a little bit, and me goes just like what the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, but then uh, she goes back to the uh, the barn and uh, well, the first stuff. the old woman do the voice. She goes. This will be our secret. <laughs> and Mia Goat yeah. is like, wait, our secret for like what the fuck? From what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, you know, again, when she, the old woman touches her, again, that like even led me more to believe, like, all right, here comes the supernatural shit. Like, yeah, you know, this is gonna like, you know, jump out at you. Um, and yeah, she goes back to the fucking barn and you know, it's like, yo, this shit's like real fucking creepy here. And um I gotta shoot my porn scene stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I gotta shoot my porn scene and like, you know, and then the old man comes back, of course, and He's all like he goes in and sees that there were two lemonade glasses. So he realized that his wife was like entertaining and he seems very distraught and you don't know why. And then they just go on with the show and keep filling, you know, filming pornography scenes. And, yeah. you know, and go the, ahead. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> the main uh, uh, cinematographer in the porn shoot uh his girlfriend's the sound guy and uh he's and like she wants to get in on it because you know she's checking out fucking uh kid Cody's, yeah, uh, fucking dick rain played jenna ortega yeah, yeah um who i had seen before but that that does not come up right at that point first like well they're first they, off that's what i'm saying they do some other porn scenes and then it comes yeah up and they're we talking should about point it. out that the main porn star, they only had one male star, and um, he was, it, uh, his name was Jackson, and I recognize this actor from other films before. I've yeah, seen him. Yeah, he's, he's a rapper as well, so. Oh, yeah, because he's got a weird name. It's Kit. Kit, Kit um, Cuddy? Yeah, Kid Cut. I didn't want to. I've never heard him said out loud, but I know who he is. So yeah, I I I had seen him before. I I, I recognized him. So they were doing, and all the other girls were white. So it was like, and this was like a very popular thing at the end of the seventies. Like this was an interracial porn was really starting to pick up, especially um with like connotations of like farm girls in the south. Like that was becoming like anybody that's seen HBO's Deuce knows that that was like very popular during that time. And their movie was called A Farmer's Daughter. And yes. it's based on a real porn called A Farmer's Daughter. Too. Yeah. yeah. So, so basically, 
like they shot this you know great shoot and they were like very very excited about it and like there is a really great line where um the producer is out with the cinematographer who you know also is shooting the movie and he also i believe wrote like the you know ridiculous dialogue that go in but like he was bragging that he thought that this porn movie was going to have a good story and all this. It was going to be the best of both worlds. You know, they've always tried to do that with porn. Yeah. And, um, you know, and the guy goes, feel how hard my dick is. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's like real happy. It's like yeah. one of the memorable quotes on the IMDb page. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so like, you know, they're like real excited with it. You know, they're saying like, you know, that was like a great shoot. And then they move into the next scene where uh, Mia Goth, who is also the producer's fiance, um, does the scene and she is fucking Jackson in the barn. Uh, and you see the creepy old woman. Oh, There's yeah. Like, I forgot. Like through the windows. Yeah. <laughs> that I remember <laughs> when I was watching that, like uh, in the living room and my roommate came out and like he started cooking. He was like, I thought you were in here watching porn and you were <laughs> and i was like it kind of is <laughs> because i started laughing when you could see her yeah. in the background and it was like right and it's just because he had came out and they were like moaning and i was like it does look like i'm watching porn and then i see her pop up in the window and i start cracking up <laughs> i actually watched it back here i was at my house in whiting and i actually have neighbors that are like relatively close and I actually was turning the volume down on the TV a little bit because it was like getting very loud for the porn scenes and then going back down to normal volume. And I was watching it at like two, three o'clock in the morning. And like, I didn't want it to sound like I was blaring porn. You know what I mean? So like, (laughs) I was actually like adjust, and then I was like, you know what, I just went Bluetooth and put on headphones because, you know, (laughs) it was just, it was just so ridiculous. So yeah, you see the creepy old woman watching the girl again. I still thought there was going to be, um, some kind of, uh, super. Yeah. They did not shy away on, on, uh, showing any of the, uh, the nudity or any of the gore. No, no. Well, you know what? That's sort of like an elephant in the room you have to address because if you are a heterosexual male or a lesbian female or bisexual, or you're just a sexual person, they went out and just got three of the most beautiful women in Hollywood today. Um, to put in this movie so you know that we're willing to get naked (laughs) only two of them actually get get naked but uh well yeah well jenna ortega doesn't but she has i'm not gonna spoil it but if you watch the movie she has her moment in the sun yeah (laughs) Her, her posterior does let's put it that way and um well i had first seen mia goth in the movie called um necromania so i was like i think it was nymphomaniac nymphomaniac yeah necromaniac (laughs) that's the horror version (laughs) nymphomaniac so i was like sort of aware that she was an actress that did resque kind of work yeah so you know i wasn't like taken back by that but yeah they went in a movie called x when you're shooting adult porn i feel like you have to show it you know yeah well if you don't then it's like it's sort of like a cop-out like i mean you could do yeah but you had to you had to do it but you know what i mean despite the fact that you know it's 
all about porn and they showed a lot of skin in it. Um, I never really felt that those characters were really that dirty. I never got no. like a terrible, yeah. like gross vibe from it. Yeah, like, I never it felt like, any of the uh, characters were assholes or deserved to die either. I thought they did a really good job of like portraying everybody yeah. like a, uh, hey, we're all just cool. We're all just fucking having sex type of thing. And some people got yeah, they were, over certain yeah. things that happened. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. But nobody was like dickish to each other. About it. Nobody forced anybody into Friday sex. The 13th movies. Yeah. Yeah. I hear what you're saying. You're saying like there was no one there that like you actually like thought was like, Oh, he's the first one that's going to get killed off. Or even, or not even that, just like, <clears throat> oh, this person deserves to die. They're completely yeah. dead, you know what I mean? Like, I think, like, sorry, I think the cowboy uh, was the maybe the uh, closest. I was going I, to concur. Yeah. But even, like, he was only kind of a dick to, like, the, uh, the owner. But, like, when it came to actually, like, doing the porn stuff, he was like, he was like, listen, like, I'm not going to force her to do anything, but if that's what she wants to do, I'm not going to stop her either. Well, and then he kind of goes to the guy and was like, yeah, well, like, yeah, we should, we should point out like not to like convolute the story too much. So the first, they had gone there and I think they had planned to do two scenes, one with the blonde, they had a blonde and they had a brunette and yeah. they had uh Jackson who was the black porn star. And I think they had planned to do one scene with the blonde, one scene with the brunette, and then the um, the uh, director's girlfriend, who was the grip and the sound person, has like a conversation with them after the shooting, and she. I don't know why, but like somehow seeing that, I don't know if it turned her on or she kind of felt starstruck and jealous that like the movie was going so well and that they were going to be seen on the big screen. And she was like, you know, I want in on this action. Yeah, I think and she saw that dick and was like, yeah, I want that. <laughs> I don't know if it was that because she wasn't really talking to Jackson. She was talking to the two girls and they yeah. were describing yeah. how it but she was them watching feel... them fuck and was like, yeah, and maybe. you see his dong later, at least in the shadows. Yeah, and I don't. <laughs> I think All that's right. what she was going for. You're a pervert. I don't know <laughs> if that was like definitely it could have been her motivation. There was you know what? There was a shot where she was doing the grip and uh, she reminded me of a look that Philip Seymour Hoffman gave Mark Wahlberg in the movie Boogie Nights. There was like a, a little moment there. So yeah, maybe yeah. she maybe she was sure. like attracted yeah. to Jackson, but when she decided she wanted to ask for a role in the movie is after she had a long conversation primarily with the two adult yeah. actors. Yes. Yeah. And uh, so her boyfriend is like real against this happening. You know, he doesn't want to see his girlfriend doing it, despite the fact that like Jackson is a professional actor. Like, yeah, he's not going after his girl. Like, you know, it is all acting. It's all make boy. But like, so she does do it. Um, and then I felt really bad because you see after he films it and they do the scene, he's in the fucking shower and he's crying his eyes out. Yeah. And he's like, like it, I felt for him too. Like, I was like, I get it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, were they engaged to be married too? No, was I think they were just dating. 
but they had it, it, gave, yeah, it, was it like seemed like they had a very very like a long-standing relationship yeah. they had been together for a while he yeah. really loved her and it destroyed him to the point where he was like you know what i'm leaving my girlfriend and i'm taking the car and i am stranding her here he was yeah. brutally scorned and that's when the plot starts to kind of reveal itself yeah. right and that's maybe like what 40 minutes into yeah about yeah. half about halfway, halfway. Through, it was a good build-up and like good build-up and great song blue oyster call don't fear the reaper yeah. for the first kill of the movie and they and do not shy good. away from that fucking kill either they no. fucking <laughs> everything well, we should mention this right before that happens you see the old woman is in there with her like 100 year old husband i don't know how old they were supposed to be but it looked yeah. like they were pushing the boundaries of triple digits there okay yeah. and she like dresses up like uh slutty and she's like trying to like uh, seduce her husband he's like oh i can't my heart you know i can't do this and so, like, you know, he's trying to bounce and leave everybody. We just explained he's real upset. And then you have the creepy old woman blocking the gate. Yeah. And, you know, it's like your fucking typical uh, horror scene. Like, you have this creepy old hag here. And um, they have Blue Oyster Cult, Don't Fear the Reaper, and then the first kill. And it, it did not disappoint, like you said. Yeah very gory uh she hacks the motherfucker up and she tries to seduce him first and that's yeah, when she's horny yeah that she's yeah. horny she wants to fucking her husband can't can't give it to her and, then and that's really, when like, they that's, really yeah yeah i think they, that's why the, the uh, farmer was upset that he brought all these people because it's gonna arouse awakening something in his wife that like, he can't provide for her well he they later show when they find that naked guy tied up dead in the basement. Like he, they were trying to lure that guy there probably for his wife. Yeah, for like, his wife. Yeah, feeding the creature and the creature. That's when. But my point was is that that's when they kind of show there is no supernatural element. Yeah, these are just. This is just the work of one sexually depraved, perverted, like 100-year-old woman, which was a very original idea because I haven't seen much like that. And uh, then they go on a, a systematic killing spree of killing everyone. Yeah. Uh, and and even with, like, the gator and shit came back into play, which yeah. I didn't think. Yeah, I was, like, I was oh, thinking it was going to come back in. Yeah, um, I was like, oh man, how are you gonna not get, have somebody get eaten by that gator? And then of course it came back later on and it was it was great. And then there was well, even a little like some of the uh the psycho uh stuff that was in it where uh you know like they find like the car that's the car from the beginning of yes. uh, psycho and stuff like that. Yeah, well, there was yep. nice little uh touches there for that. There was some abductions, they trap uh Janet Ortega, put her down in the basement, you know. They're playing possum, like the old woman's killing everybody and the guy's kind of like collecting like potential victims. And he puts, tells the one girl go down the basement. She finds a naked man like in like, you know, bondage down there, like stripped naked and like rather freshly dead. And that's when she realizes like, holy fucking shit. And um, 
Yeah, and then they just systematically go through like your typical like slasher where they just kill one after another after another until. But there is one scene I want to point out, and this was probably the creepiest scene. I think you probably guess it's oh, when you sleep the old woman gets in bed with her. Yeah. <laughs> It was really fucking sick and twisted. Especially not knowing that it's the same actress playing her, like when you were first watching it. Yeah. If you don't know that, yes. If you do know that, it's still it's still creepy. creepy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, but that was the interesting plot. The plot twist was that there really was no plot twist. Is that it was just two old people one of which was a total sexual pervert and the other most disgusting scene was when me it's still in that bedroom but mia goth is hiding under the bed where these two 100 year old people start oh, savagely yeah. fucking in the bed above her and she's forced to listen to it and <laughs> yeah, it has it's, to like try to crawl out from you know, he's a porn star yeah and yet she's subjected to that so i don't know there was a lot of like um interesting like uh i don't know parallels they they drew in it um lots of like uh, interesting ideas and stuff like that i guess would be the best way to describe it but if you have not seen this movie i really this was one of my uh one of my in the horror genre, this was probably one of my most favorite uh, films that I've seen in the last few years. Yeah, it's definitely be... my favorite this year so far, probably. Yeah, but... I think in the last couple of years, it's simply because I did not know where they were going to go with this story. Yeah. And uh, when it turned out that it was all natural and then should just talk in the time we have left. There was a lot of really great kills at the end. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, uh, I don't really want to spoil the. I don't want to spoil any of the uh, other kills <clears throat> for anybody. I think they should go watch since we don't have a lot of time. And I had one more uh, thing I wanted to say before we uh, wrapped well, it up was that by all means, during the uh, mandatory two week um, COVID, uh, you know, space they have to go through. Uh, yeah. Ty West uh, wrote a um, prequel called Pearl. And then uh, asked uh, Mia Goth if she wanted to do that. So as soon as they wrapped production on X, they went right in and shot a uh, prequel, and it's coming out this fall. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's just, Yeah, it's just called Pearl, and it's just going to be uh, her as the old woman, you know, and it's going to be her growing up and trying to, you know, get away from her really strict parents and stuff like that, so... Yeah, there was sort of like a Mrs. Robinson vibe, too, because Pearl's life, you could tell, like, things did not go the way she wanted it to go. But, I mean, there was just no excuse for her to do what she decided to do, which yeah. was, uh, you know, this massacre. But yet there was a lot of great kills at the very end of the yeah. film. There were uh, some really, really good gore in the movie. And, you know, it tied in. And then there is like a little thing at the very end. Because in the very beginning of the movie, it starts with police officers. And yeah. you can see that there's been a terrible massacre. And then it, you know, flips into the story. And then it goes back to the police officers investigating the whole thing. And they find the camera at and there's a great bit of dialogue that I won't spoil, but I figure most people, well, the 
five or ten people that actually listen to this cast <laughs> yeah. most likely have already seen the movie. Um, I, I that's we generally tend to believe people have already seen it, but sure. if you haven't, I'm not going to spoil it. It is on things. demand, but uh, this movie is not for everyone. There's no. going to be, you know, if you're sensitive towards certain things, like especially like if you're uncomfortable with like a lot of sex and nudity in movies, which you know, some people that are in the heart don't like all that stuff. If that's the case, like this might not be for you, but. If you are just in for something like remarkably twisted, even though you know the plot's very simple, you'd yeah. be surprised how disgusted this movie can make you at the same time really still entertaining you. I don't know. I thought they struck a great balance. Yeah, and I, would, I would like to see maybe a, a sequel or something or something that, um, about Mia Goss character because you do find out at the end that she was, like ran away from like this cult like preacher guy that you see on the background on TV. Yes. And yeah, you find out that she's like a daughter that ran away and now she's doing porn. So yeah, they allude to that. I mean, that's, you know, uh, well, that's a very uh, popular. So I would again, refer you to HBO's deduce for the story of the porn. Yeah. But, um, whatchamacall. Um, yeah. But the only thing is after this horrible massacre at the end, she just kind of drives away doing cocaine because apparently you know she had a bit of a blow problem and uh she just drives away and it doesn't look like she was intending on calling the cops or anything <laughs> no. did you get the vibe that she was going to law enforcement no. <laughs> i did not she's like all my friends are dead i just ran over your head bitch i'm out peace like i'm going back to new york or wherever the fuck or louisiana or you know wherever and uh you know i'm getting on with my life i really don't think i need to call the cops about the massacre i think if she was afraid that if she called the cops she'd end up like you know since she's technically a runaway or missing person that she'd end up back in, in that that in could that could cult, that could so. very well be the case but at the same time there was just a fucking horrific massacre. So, I mean, you could take it either way, but I'm going to leave it there. I thought it was a great film. I did and, too. And uh, I encourage everybody to uh, check it out. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, uh, thanks for joining me and uh, thanks for listening. Uh, catch us next time. Uh, hopefully, uh, another week we'll do another one. Yeah, definitely. Well, there's a lot of shit coming out. So, yep. I definitely want to talk about Nope next, so you should watch yeah. that. All right. I am I'm going to get on that. Next cast, nope. Yeah, right. definitely. Sounds good. Later. Bye. Take care, buddy. Peace.